as promised, the head coach of the Rams, Sean McVay, is joining us here on Rams All Access and our pre-draft special. And we were talking with Les a few minutes ago, Sean, about getting ready for tomorrow. Is it a little bit like taking a test in college where if you've done all your work leading up to the final, you feel pretty good about it? Yeah, I think so. You know, I think there's been, like you said, there's been a lot of work done, uh, a lot of thorough vetting of these players and contingency planning so you know we don't know exactly how the first 30 are going to play out but we feel really good that no matter how it shapes out we'll have a plan at 31 or you know whatever ends up uh, happening that we'll, we'll acquire a really good player whether it's 31 or whenever our first pick is no doubt I mean how do you do that if you have two or three guys or four guys that you really really like you've studied them you've seen them you've tested them they've they've all tested well and you have to pick one guy how do you make that choice between three guys you like you know i think the thing that makes it a little bit easier demarco after a couple years is we are able to have a little bit more specific approach to what we need because there is an element of you're always wanting to find the best players available but it is absolutely specific to the need um you know if we had the highest rated player at quarterback i can promise you we're not taking a quarterback because we feel so good about golf so there's an element to all right how do we see these players fit into the framework of our systems offensively defensively if they possibly contribute on special teams and i think where we're at now going into year three uh working in combination with Les and his group uh we can be really strategic and specific and really kind of tailor it down to where we're able to kind of play the pros and cons of the decision making process and, and make the best decision for the rams rams head coach sean McVay joining us sean you mentioned jared goff a second ago and obviously he's coming in his third year playing for you his fourth sure. year in the league and the, the jump from year one to two and year two to three was noticeable. He just keeps getting better and better. Should we expect a similar jump in year four? I think so, because the thing that you love so much about Jared is clearly there's the talent to be able to, you know, make all the throws, create off schedule. He's an extremely smart, cerebral player. But I think there's a true value in that experience that you can accumulate where you're able to see defensive structures. You know, I couldn't be more excited about, you know, he and I working in combination this offseason about figuring out a way to say, okay, when you look back at last season, some of the things that we could do a better job of, starting with me, all right, when we see these structures again, here's the plays that we want to activate, and here's how we can create that ownership from his point of view uh, to be able to execute and distribute the ball or be able to get us in and out of the right plays. And uh, I think he's continuing to become an extension of the coaching staff day in and day out, and if he does that, uh, it's going to be special as we progress forward. How does this feel? This is awesome. And look at this, man. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, it, it. you know, you feel so welcomed. You know, this fan base has made you feel so good, really, from the start when you've gotten here. Uh, and then it's just continued to grow. And, and love living in L.A., love being out here. And, and coming to events like this gives you an appreciation for uh, the support that we do have and, and makes you want to work that much harder to continue to give them a product they can be proud of. I mean, you, you and Les have built something special. I mean, we were talking, this is the neighborhood you want to live in in the National Football League. <laughs> you know, I, I think that uh, when you look at being out in L.A. and you look at the types of players that you get a chance to come and compete with and some of the things we've been able to do over the last couple years, you know, we're a part of it, but, you know, what these guys are doing on the field and, and being able to produce, and I think the caliber of people that we have, when you look at our players, uh, the way that they play for one another, you know, the one thing that I think we're so proud to just be a part of is if you knew nothing about the Rams and you watch the way that our players compete for one another, they stay consistent through the good, through the bad, they stay connected. That's that's what's special, and, and you know, man, that's powerful. 
Rams head coach Sean McVay joining us on Rams All Access. And I'm going to do something that I know coaches hate to do, and that's look a little bit forward, Sean. Have you thought at all about what it's going to be like going to that new stadium? We see all the pictures and the videos that come up. Yeah. And we were down there about a year or so ago, got to go down on the field and kind of look at it as it was going up. And now you can see it. You sure. can see what it's going to look like. Have you allowed yourself to kind of think about what it's going to be like to be in that building? Wow. I, uh, I jokingly said when we first got here as a coaching staff, you know, they play this promotional video and you get all excited and then they say, well, you'll be in there in a few years. And I said, if we get there, that means we've done okay, guys. You know, this, this league is pretty volatile. So, uh, you know, we got we to gotta produce this year. But I think when you, when you look at what it's going to be, the commitment that Mr. Kroenke has made to making this the most special thing that we've ever seen. Uh, there's nothing quite like it. And I don't think I can even appreciate the entirety of it until it's actually there. You know, I'm not that smart in terms of being able to envision it. But as you start to see it come together, you're exactly right. It, it's exciting, and it's something that I think is going to be a really special place, um, you know, for us to be able to compete and hopefully do our thing in front of a lot of great fans. Well, I know you. Everything's important when it comes to winning a, a football game on Sunday or a Monday or a Thursday, whenever you play. But when you got the schedule... Is it the who or the where? Does the where factor in or more than the who you're playing? You know, honestly, DeMarco, it's it's game one. It's it's who do we open up with. And, um, you know, you do want to have a, a big picture perspective of how you navigate it specific to how you travel and things like that. But the only thing that matters for us right now is let's produce in the present. Let's get better this offseason. Let's have a great, a great training camp. You know, we've gotten an opportunity where hopefully we're going to be able to finalize the chance to be able to practice against the Chargers a couple times go compete against the Raiders, and, and that work will be invaluable for us, uh, all geared towards being at our best by the time we kick off at Carolina and, and hopefully figuring out a way to put ourselves in a position to start 1-0. Sean, what's it like to have a coaching tree in your early 30s? Uh, yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> I don't have a coaching tree. I've, I've worked with really good coaches, and you know I, I think the thing that's been special about the last couple years here is we have a lot of people that are committed to doing things the right way, moving in the same direction. We've been able to produce, and the beautiful thing about the NFL is when we succeed as a team, it ends up leading to great things for a lot of people. And, and I know this, guys like Matt LaFleur and Zach Taylor, we wouldn't have had the success that we've had in L.A. if it wasn't for them. So they've been a huge part of that success. That's going to require guys to step up in Zach's absence that we do have a lot of confidence in. Uh, but it's a reflection of the Rams' success. And, you know, I feel fortunate because I, I learned as much from them as they did from me uh, being able to work with them. And, and I'm excited about rooting for them unless we have to play them, which we'll play Zach <laughs> next year. And you never know if we have to see Matt. I hope so, right? Yeah. You hope so at some point. Yeah. You know, uh, look, I love to answer questions. You know this. I got the question I couldn't answer. How does Aaron Donald improve? How does he get better? Yeah. You know what came to mind? What would you say? Score. Yeah. That's I, the I, only thing you haven't done. You know what the best thing about, about him, DeMarco, is? is I've heard this said before, whether it was Greg Popovich or even Brad Stevens, all the best ones want to be coached. And uh, the first thing, you ask Aaron after a post-game interview, you talk to him. All he's talking about is what he could have done better even after a four-sack game, an elite performance. No doubt about it, he was a defensive player of the year. Um, but he'll be the first to tell you there's some subtleties and some things that he can do where he's not great, uh, you know, the majority of the time he's great every single play. And you never know when that person is watching Aaron Donald for the first time. And what are you putting on tape every single snap? And the thing you love about him is... Uh, all the great players that I've ever been around, you know, are intrinsically motivated, and he's as intrinsically motivated where you don't have to push him. He wants to be great. He wants to have that feedback, and guys like him are why you love coaching. And I, I would say this. Um, it's about producing every single play, whether that be in the run, 
playing the backside B-gap with flow away, continuing to create penetration, having an above-the-neck understanding of what to anticipate based on the formation, what the intent of the defensive call is. This will be fun, man. And I'll, you know what? I'll bet you I'll bet you he plays even better next year. Better than Hard he did this do. year. I Hard wow. to do. Okay. I'm betting on Aaron Donald getting better because of the type of human being he is and the talent. <laughs> Look out. Sean McVay <laughs> joining us. And, you know, you mentioned a couple of NBA coaches there a second ago, and I'll steal a, a term that they use in their league, load management. DeMarco and I were just talking about yep. Todd Gurley's led the league in touches and in yards the last two years. Is that something that you think about going into the season, like managing a player that's obviously an incredibly important part of what you guys do and making sure that he stays as fresh for as long as possible? Yeah, and, and I think here's the thing that I would say about that. Uh, you know, I rely on the people that are the experts. Number one, you talk to Todd and he's able to communicate how he's feeling. And then if that is a situation where you're getting advice uh, from a perspective where they're able to say, all right, this is going to be better served over the course of the season and really over the course of his career, that's definitely things we want to take into account. Now, as a coach, I'm selfish, and I know when the ball's in Todd Gurley's hands, good things happen. So he's definitely demonstrated that He's been the first-team All-Pro running back the last two years because of the production that he's had, whether it be running the football through the pass game, and then he does a great job in protection as well. So I know this. Todd Gurley's a special football player. We always want to be smart with how we're managing our players. Uh, And if some of those things are brought to our attention, number one, from the player or from people that are experts in that arena, we'll always follow that advice. But I know he's in a great place right now. He's feeling good, and, and the goal for us is let's have a long-term view of getting him ready to go so he can peak when we open up at Carolina as well. I'm excited to see Weddle in a Rams uniform. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see Clay Matthews in a Rams uniform. I'm more excited that Andrew Whitworth is still in a Rams yeah, uniform. It's unbelievable, isn't it? It's, it's incredible. And you know what's unique about him is uh, he's got such a great way about himself, but I would argue that over the last two seasons, his last five games were his most productive games as a Ram. He really turned it on when we finished up with Arizona and San Francisco and then the three-game stretch we had in the playoffs. Uh, played at an elite level, was really productive in both phases, and I think just the way that uh, you know he did his thing both on and off the field in terms of the way that he's influencing and affecting his teammates in a positive way, uh, really excited. And I think you know he said to me right after, I would know if I was done, and uh, you know I still want to be a part of this thing. I still feel like I have a lot to give. Uh, I, I still think there's things that, that, you know, kind of is an unfinished element of business. But uh, special guy, man. Couldn't be more fortunate to work with him. Good news. Good yeah, news. Yeah, real good news. The head coach of the Rams, Sean McVay. Sean, thanks for stopping by. Yeah, Appreciate thanks, it. Appreciate it very much. All right.